welcome to the Mama Mindset Podcast. I am Katja Homic, and it's my mission to inspire women to learn about and practice science-based tools to approach their pregnancy, birth, motherhood, and life in general in a wise, empowered, holistic way. If you know a mom or an expecting mom who is struggling with her pregnancy or early motherhood, share this podcast with her. It may offer some insights, tips, and tools that will inspire her to work on her mental health and well-being. Let's begin. Today I would like to share with you one of the most counterintuitive, maybe, tools that I'm aware of. And yet it is one of the most effective too. I use it every day. But first, let me set some context. Pregnancy, postpartum, motherhood, life in general, can feel lonely from time to time. According to National Survey of American Adults, 51% of mothers with young children feel quite isolated. In UK, a survey of more than 2,000 mothers found that a staggering 90% of mothers felt lonely since having children, and 54% felt friendless after giving birth. I can definitely put myself into the bucket of being, or rather feeling, a bit isolated since I've become a mother. Many of my girlfriends have not yet have children, and those who do live quite far away. There's an interesting, or rather weird, thing that happens when I feel isolated in my motherhood. Let me share with you and see if you can relate. Pregnancy and early motherhood can be, well, actually is quite challenging, right? It's not easy to raise a kid. But when I look at my friends or simply other moms who I happen to follow on Instagram, they seem to be just fine. Cute photos with their little ones, walks, cuddles, and there's this perception that everyone is somehow thriving, doing just fine but me. This is what adds to this sense of isolation, being completely alone in the midst of all this struggle I happen to feel. A sense of failing while everyone else seems to be thriving. I do admit that my Instagram stories probably may translate the same message. Here is the happy selfie with my girl. Then there's a cute weekend getaway with a whole family. Sounds easy, doesn't it? These photos translate a tiny fraction of my daily life. There's no snapshot of me being awake in the middle of the night trying to soothe the baby. And it's impossible to take a photo of uh, my nausea when I felt terrible during my first trimester. And so it feels like we live in this deception, in this idea where I struggle and others not. They're crushing it while I'm miserably surviving. And this can be also, I think, translated to many other areas of life, beyond just motherhood, in personal life, in professional life. Anyway, I think there are enough statements out there that do say that social media is both a blessing and a curse. Despite being connected to so many people, at the same time, we feel increasingly lonely. There are also enough statements out there that chronic loneliness is detrimental to our well-being, 
with time, if not addressed on time. A mother who is having a limited number of friends and social interactions is more likely to end up in a depressive episode, feeling emotionally exhausted, anxious, frustrated. This will reflect in her relationships to self and others. In the end, the best thing that can happen to a human is another human. Ironically, the opposite is also true. The worst thing that can happen to a human is another human, but... It's a topic of a completely different episode. What is true, though, is that the more time we spend in isolation, the more introverted we become, the less human connections we need. We are basically setting ourselves up for loneliness in the longer term. Let me share with you a strategy I use in my daily life, so hopefully you can reflect on it and experiment with it. What if I tell you that you are wrong to think that having a social connection and interaction only means that you have to have a deep, intimate conversation with a good friend? Don't get me wrong, a long, intimate conversation with a good friend will have a profound benefit, uplift your mood and help you look at your struggles from a different perspective. But you can reach a lot of benefits from having small maybe less meaningful, but real interactions with real people throughout the day. Even though we live in big cities and sometimes don't even know who are our neighbor, we still can have our version of the village. Every time you have a small talk with a barista who is making you your cappuccino across the street, or commenting on weather with a guy who is selling you fruits and vegetables, Every time you compliment a haircut to a lady who is selling you bread, you are actually strengthening your social circle. Think, what are the places you go to regularly in your neighborhood? Who are the people that may remember your face as a regular? Make a small effort to just have this surface-level small talk with them. Ask their name, maybe. Tell them yours. You will be surprised that every time you come back from running your errands, you will feel more interconnected with a couple of people, humans, who just like you, earn for connection. With time, you learn a bit more about them, their simple lives, daily struggles and joys. They will remember your name. You will be waving to them every time you pass by their store. These small In fact, tiny interactions create the web of connections that are so beneficial, healing for our mental, emotional health. Thank you.